Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, who hast given thy only Son to be unto us both and sacrifice for sin 
and also an example of godly life. Give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness. For soon my salvation will come and my deliverance be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord, and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it, and holds fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Thus says the Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, I will gather yet others to him, besides those already gathered. The word of the Lord. A reading from Romans. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you were once disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience... So they have now 
been disobedient in order that they may in order that by the mercy shown to you they also may receive mercy for God has consigned all men to disobedience that he may have mercy upon all the word of the Lord The Lord be with you, and also with you, the Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. Then he said, Are you still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. 
Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. We're forced with a question this morning, brothers and sisters. St. Matthew forces us to ask, how do we approach religion? How do we approach God? Now, there are some people who feel that Jesus owes them something. Others that see Jesus not as the center of life, but as an accessory who gives them something when they ask. Others still feel Jesus is a tool or an aid to help them in certain situations, but otherwise they don't want much to do with him. People ignore Jesus, try to use him to their advantage, and see him as some sort of magical trick to be used when regular means are exhausted. So people have been known to approach Jesus, more often than not, with self-righteousness, feeling their life is complete and whole with or without Jesus? Do you approach Jesus in righteousness or in humility? My brothers and sisters, a question worth asking. In our own day and in our own time, there is a trend, there is an overwhelming notion that we can approach religion. We can approach God on our terms and not the other way around. But I ask, what are the consequences of approaching religion on our terms and not on God's. It is true, I have found it to be true, that when people come to God on their terms and not on God's terms, things don't work out well. And how do I know that so well? Because it's been true in my own life. The times I have come to God with preconceived notions and preconceived ideas The times I have come to God feeling whole, complete, righteous. All of these things without Jesus, I have ended up broken. But the times I have come to God broken, in humility, begging for mercy, knowing that I am not healthy, I am not complete, I am not whole, I have ended up being blessed and grace-filled ended up under the mercy of God. Now this morning's uh, gospel is the perfect example of that truth. The Canaanite woman, Canaanites were Gentiles, were not Jewish, were seen as dogs by many in Israel. This Canaanite woman, a woman alone in a man's world, a woman who was a Gentile, not a Jew, comes to Jesus and begs for mercy. She begs Jesus, son of David, to have mercy on her daughter, tormented by a demon. You have to imagine the scene, Jesus and his disciples walking down the road, and this crazed lady, Gentile lady, crazed dog, as it were, shouting at her and begging, have mercy, have mercy. And to her begging, Jesus replies, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
So she continues begging and screaming, undeterred. The disciples beg Jesus to get rid of her. Jesus replies, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to dogs. And still she begs for mercy, saying, yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Now, in the end, at the end of the story, the Canaanite woman ends up as an example of faithfulness that is second to none in Matthew's gospel. Second to none. She is the only person in the gospel according to Matthew that is recorded as having a great faith. Nowhere else will you find any person defined in such a manner. A great faith. But at what cost did she earn the reward of having her daughter healed and being trumpeted as one of great faith? (coughs) This woman comes to Jesus, broken and in complete humility. She meets Jesus completely on his terms. She comes with no pride. She comes with no contempt, thinking Jesus owes her anything. She comes with no cultural bias, no ill will. No preconceived notions, save that of trusting with all her heart and having faith that Jesus is Son of God and can heal her daughter. She is willing to forego everything just to beg mercy from Jesus. She is willing to face public humiliation. She is willing to be ridiculed by the crowd. Send her away. And for that matter, she's willing to be ostracized by her own people, a Canaanite talking to a Hebrew. All of that just on the chance that she might receive mercy. The Canaanite woman meets Jesus on his terms, not on hers. And her reward is mercy and health for her family. If we leave our preconceived notions behind... If we meet Jesus in humility, knowing he is the bearer of mercy and grace, we end up blessed. But if we come to Jesus refusing to give up preconceptions, refusing to admit our brokenness, refusing to admit that we are ill, we end up in a place that is devoid of God's mercy and God's grace. One of the great prayers of the Anglican tradition captures, encapsulates this gospel this morning. It's known as the prayer of humble access and it's part of the traditional rite, what we do at 8 o'clock and sometimes here at 1030. It reads, we do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. This prayer, which has been a part of the English tradition for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, this prayer is loved by many, makes many uncomfortable. It is a powerful reminder and an edict that we should come here to the Lord's table, not trusting in anything we have done, not trusting in our own righteousness, but only coming to the Lord's table, trusting in his mercy. It is an attitude adjustment, if you will. But that humble attitude should extend past our worship. It should extend past this morning when we come to the Lord's table 
trusting only in the righteousness of God and not our own. It should extend and encapsulate every pore and crevice of our lives. For if we approach the Lord in humility, trusting in nothing else but his mercy, we will be blessed. But to approach the Lord otherwise is not to approach the Lord at all. The story of the Canaanite woman is very difficult, hard to digest fully. It seems harsh, and Jesus seems uncaring. But we learn an extraordinarily valuable lesson at the end. The end result is where energy and reflection need to be focused. The end result is healing. The end result is mercy. The end result is living into the righteousness of Christ our Lord. So I ask again what Matthew has forced upon us. Do you come to the Lord in humility, trusting in his righteousness alone? Or do you approach the Lord in self-righteousness, expecting him to bend to your will and your will not to bend at all? For the answer to that question, my dear brothers and sisters, The answer to that question is the difference between God's grace and mercy and our brokenness and despair. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Prayers of the people are found in your bulletin.
With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above, for the loving kindness of God, and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the world, for the welfare of the, church, the Holy Church of God, and for the unity of all peoples, let us pray to the Lord. For our bishop, and for all the clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. For our president, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. For this city, for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. For seasonable weather, and for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. For the good earth which God has given us, and for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. For those who travel on land, on water, or in the air, let us pray to the Lord. For the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, for the sick and suffering, especially Danielle Adams, Norman Alston, Kay Anderson, Julie Bankston, Eva Mae Barber, Steve Batt, Ann Bennett, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, Johnny Brewer, Donna Buchanan, Luca Seraldo, Beth Cleaver, Amber Cochran, Susie Dearman, Richie Edmondson, Imogene Edwards, Elaine Etheridge, Denise and Vance Fricky, Monica Gavin, Michelle Gibson, Jeff Huffmaster, Clementa Ivanov, Joyce Ishi, Leroy Jensen, Corrine Jordan, Tim Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Jack Lunsford, Johnny McLeod, Karen Megan, Jean Miller, Harley Miller, June Morris, Michael Myrick, Adrian O'Neill, Dorothy Owens, Kyle Pearson, Carol Prevost, Amanda Prince, Frank Quinn, Shirley Reiner, Margaret Robinson, Norma Rowe, Bob and Nancy Salt, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Chris Scully, Steve Shepard, Ralph Simmons, Thomas Smith, Tony Stiles, Bobby Taylor, Adrian Warren, Nettie and Gary West, and Joe Beth Young. Let us pray to the Lord. For your handmaids with child, especially Laura Sarah, Jennifer Higginbotham, Sarah Ishi, and Emily Stanford Smith, and for the birth of Bogdan Creon Guard. Let us pray to the Lord. For those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Bailey Brett, Carter Burroughs, and Reese Ginn. Also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, let us pray to the Lord. For the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazard, John Brewer, Michael Buthler, Mark Carter, Will Chancellor, 
Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Jamillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Cal Redmond, Harold Russell, Joe Vinson, James Warner, and Mark Waters. Let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them, let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection, especially the Reverend Deacon James, Henry Labatard, and for all the departed, let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. For the absolution and remission of our sins and offenses, let us pray to the Lord. That we may end our lives in faith and hope, without suffering and without reproach, let us pray to the Lord. Defend us, deliver us, and in thy compassion protect us, O Lord, by thy grace. In the communion of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, St. John our patron, and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another in all our life to Christ our God. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who dost feed the birds and clothe the flowers, and who carest for us as a father for his children. We beseech thee of thy tender goodness to save us from distrust and vain self-concern, that with unwavering faith we may cast our every care on thee and live in daily obedience to thy will. Through thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you and Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in everlasting life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you.
Okay. Good morning, everyone, and, and, and welcome to St. John's. It's great to see you all here for our uh, first Sunday of, of Sunday school, and uh, the choir is back, so it's a great Sunday, uh, and I'm, I'm glad you could be here with us. I do want to thank uh, everyone. Uh, we had our Merrymas celebration and the blessing of backpacks and our, our first parish dinner of the, of the academic year, and it was uh, very well attended and a very nice evening. So thank you to all who worked very hard to, to make that possible. Uh, the evening was lovely, and uh, as I said in my uh, weekly email to you all, I, I made a, an error, or I pushed the button too soon, made an error in judgment, uh, and I apologize for canceling the uh, liturgical workshop uh, a little earlier than, than, uh, than, than need be. But I do want to let you know that uh, we will be offering classes for lectors, ushers, uh, altar guild, and acolytes. So be on the lookout for those coming up, uh, and consider... Uh, if you do not, uh, we would love to have you read or usher or, or work with the altar guild uh, or, or any of those things. So please be on the lookout for those things coming up. Uh, there's a fall save the date calendar that, that has most of our major events for the fall coming up. So I commend that to you. And I think that is all that, um, that is really pressing and, and, and urgent today. So it's great to see you all again. Welcome. Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings and come into his courts.
so just whatever. God from whom all blessing The holy sacrifice of this Eucharist is offered to the greater glory of God in thanksgiving for his many, many blessings upon our lives. Giving thanks, especially this day, for the virtues and gifts of humility and offering prayers that we may continue in a likewise, that we may come to the, to the table of God with that same humility, that we may rid ourselves of all righteousness, of all pride, and of all preconceived notions of God. 
Special intentions are offered this day for a new academic year, asking God's blessing and patience and wisdom for those who teach, teach and facilitate, and asking that a thirst of knowledge and learning be given to the students. May all places of learning and education be safe ones. We dwell within them. May the holy angels protect them from all evil and malice. And may the soul of James Henry Lebatard and the souls of all the faithfully departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you. Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, for by water and the Holy Spirit you have made us a new people in Jesus Christ our Lord to show forth your glory in all the world. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me.
After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension. We offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are behold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, for deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you this day and remain with you always. Amen.